0: What's up guys? Welcome back to the 307 podcast and another comms check with me, Chad. Hey, we're going to talk about some fun stuff today on the comms check as always. But first, this episode was brought to you by Salty Britches. You guys know about Salty Britches. It is the anti-chafing cream that I use anytime I'm ultra running, backpacking, hiking, generating body heat, sweat, getting nasty. And I don't want to chafe. I don't like chafing. I got enough chafing when I was going through seal training. Little thing called Hell Week. Yeah. I've had my feel of chafing. So now I use Salty Britches. Anywhere that I might have a problem. A hot spot. A blister. Something's just rubbing the wrong way. Go check them out. At GetSaltyBitches.com Follow them on Instagram. At Get Salty Breeches, I'll attach the pro code in the show notes of this episode. Go get you some. Throw it in your running box. Throw it in your backpack, your everyday carry bag. It'll come in handy. I promise you. Thanks, Salty Britches. All right, it's been an interesting couple of weeks for me. I had my bout of coronavirus. You guys may have saw me posting about that on Instagram. Yeah, I got this mess. I know who I know where it came from. Uh I was kind of anticipating it and when it when it hit, I knew I had it because I didn't feel good. I felt kind of achy, really fatigued and just like you feel when you when you've got a virus. Anyways, I've I've had some issues. I guess, in my own head, revolving around the social narrative and, uh, and and agendas surrounding this coronavirus. So I had to go out and sort some stuff out in my own mind. On day five of this mess, I went out and ran a marathon. And that was a cool experience. It was just a constant function check, constantly checking in with my body. I didn't know how it was going to respond as far as I know, I'm the first person to ever run a marathon on purpose in the middle of the coronavirus. <laughs> but that's not why I did it. It was mainly for me to take some power away from it and to, again, settle some of those negative emotions that I've had surrounding this whole situation. And it did. It really did. It was pretty cool. You know, gave me a lot of time to think and, um, Just really kicked that stupid virus in the butt. The uh, days following that, definitely had a little respiratory distress, whatever, you know, I say that. If I was sitting still, I was good to go, but of course I wasn't sitting still, I was out exploring in the wilderness, climbing up mountains and all this other stuff, and I definitely got out of breath really, really quick, and it was aggravating, but I feel better now. So we're pushing forward. Coronavirus is behind us. I don't know, I guess nobody even cares anymore because we've got the uh the vaccine now apparently. The week after the election. How convenient. See, just because I don't talk about all this stuff, guys, doesn't mean I don't see it. I see what's happening. It's freaking insane. But whatever. I'm not, uh, I mean, I, I expect it now. I hope you guys see it too. <laughs> you just can't even make, you just can't even make that stuff up. All right. So I'm good now. I'm all healed up. Looking forward to uh, getting back in the swing of training. Look, I've been seeing, speaking of this election thing, I've been seeing a lot of people posting on social media and other platforms, uh, forums and stuff online. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but I see. I've been seeing a bunch of people that are are gun owners. Now I don't care if you're a gun owner or not. I don't even care how you feel about it. That's not what this is about. But I've been seeing a lot of people post that um they don't have guns anymore like they they had a boating accident and the boat sank and they lost all their guns or they sold all their guns and and you know basically they're trying to say oh man you know we're worried that big government is going to come take all of our guns so let's make a public post saying that we don't have our guns anymore so our so the government won't come after us to get our guns. And I'm looking at this stuff. I'm looking at these posts. And first of all, I'm like, are you guys that silly? Do you really think that if if, if some government organization wanted to come and take your guns from you, do you think they're going to troll social media and say, "Well, looks like old Joe there lost all of his guns. He made a post saying he didn't have his guns anymore. Well, we don't have to worry about bothering him anymore." Like for real? Secondly, if you posted something like that, you are a coward. You're part of the problem. Look, I'm not some big, you know I, you know me, I'm not a big gun guy, but you should not be ashamed of owning firearms. It is your right as an American, no matter what anybody says, it is your right as an American to own a firearm. Why is that? because it's in our constitution it actually says a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed so it doesn't make it doesn't matter what a politician says it doesn't matter what your neighbor says. It doesn't matter what social media says. You should not be ashamed of owning guns. And you should not be worried about anyone coming to take your guns. And if you are worried about that, the answer is not to make some silly post that you don't have guns anymore, because that essentially is telling me that you're just a coward. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my heart. Why is it important for a free state to maintain a well-regulated militia of citizens that own firearms? Why is that important? Well, all you have to do is look at history and see why that's important. Right? You want to have the same capabilities as a free state, you want to have the same capabilities to defend yourself as people that might want to impose their will upon you have. Does that make sense? So, if there were not any guns, if there weren't any firearms, if firearms didn't exist, I would be stockpiling swords and knives and whatever whatever was available whatever the capabilities of either an enemy or someone that could potentially want to impose their will upon me i would want to have those same capabilities if there weren't swords and knives then i would be sharpening rocks and i would be stockpiling sharp sharpened rocks all right <laughs> Look, it's your right. Don't be ashamed of it. Those posts were driving me crazy, man. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm not some big t- Second Amendment, this and that. I don't even identify with any of that crap. But it is, it is my right as a free and sovereign human being. And I am not concerned about anybody coming to take those capabilities away from me. Anyways, that's enough on that. We could talk about that for a while. It just fires me up. I made a post yesterday, I think, or the day before, talking about an old tactic. A tactic... Older than, I guess, written history itself. The tactic is divide and conquer. So if you have a, say you have a, a on the battlefield, your enemy. If you can divide your enemy's forces, that is one of the most important things that you can do in order to achieve victory over your enemy if you can divide their forces to where they can no longer work together they can no longer communicate they can no longer make decisions if you can divide your enemy it creates chaos in the enemy's camp which makes them very easily defeatable now a lot of people are like divide and conquer what are you telling us to, to divide and No, I'm not telling you to divide and conquer. I'm telling you that is the tactic that is being used against humanity. That is the tactic being used against you. Divide and conquer. I never thought, I've never thought that I would see the united states of america this divided like my heart hurts it hurts my heart for for our country right now what what is happening in our in our nation the division is astounding We're losing the fight because we are allowing ourselves to be divided. And where there is division, there's no communication. There's no teamwork. There's no plan. So who's dividing? Who 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 is who we have to identify who who is dividing us? as a nation because you have to know who who the enemy is in order to counterattack right now you can't you can't blame this on a political party but Bo- both both political parties and agendas divide all of uh, every leader that we have as a nation, whether it's Democrat or Republican or whoever, they are all dividing. I don't, I don't see that any of them are pushing for unity. You, the United States of America, that implies unity. So who's the enemy? Well, look, you better figure this out. I'm going to tell you who I think the enemy is. I think the enemy is is spiritual hosts of wickedness. Spiritual hosts of wickedness. That's who I think the enemy is. I think that it is literally outside of this realm. The these 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 leaders and and politicians and and all the, these people are just puppets, man. These people are just puppets being controlled by spiritual hosts of wickedness. And you shouldn't hate them. You shouldn't be mad at them. They're just people, just like you and me. Unfortunately, they're being used as puppets to carry out the will of spiritual hosts of wickedness. See, our battle is not against flesh and blood. The more you have animosity toward these physical persons, that you think are the source of the division, the less you're going to get accomplished. So who do you need to be focused on attacking? You need to be focused on attacking Satan and his kingdom. That's who you need to be focused on attacking. Attacking. The the, the the these arguments these political arguments on social media and everywhere else surrounding this a- election they are vicious man i'm talking about vicious and you know what they're accomplishing nothing they are accomplishing nothing cuz people are so worked up they're so divided they're so angry they're not they're they're not even able to hear any any logic or or they're not even able to hear uh, any other opinion that's not in agreement with what they've made up their mind to believe so you as a follower of Christ stop battling Against what you view as human enemies, physical bodies. You want to freaking change the game? Start doing stuff in order to combat the spiritual hosts of wickedness that are really in control. What does the Bible call Satan? the ruler of the air, right? The prince of the power of the air. This is is his area of operations. It's everything between the ground and our upper atmosphere. I hope you guys know how to combat him. How to combat him. It's, It's pretty simple, actually. It's living a good life. It's pointing people to him it's sharing the truth it's um, working with your hands just being a, a a good person love love loving loving your neighbor loving God loving yourself prayer right there's all kinds of ways that we can combat these spiritual hosts of wickedness within our own communities on social media in the airwaves so think about that identify your enemy know your enemy i'll recommend a book to you guys you've heard me talk about it before it's the screw tape letters by c.s lewis go read that one of the most important aspects of being victorious over an enemy is knowing that enemy, knowing how they operate, knowing what their agendas are, knowing what their tactics are. It's extremely important. So do what you can every day to combat the division within humanity, really, not just our nation. We had an awesome call the other night on Resurrected. I forgot to hit record. So if you guys didn't get to join in live, I won't be able to post it for you because I forgot to hit record. I just checked my thing here to make sure I was recording this. <laughs> Resurrected is uh is a new is new content that we're putting out for our VIP Patreon supporters. And the, on the first episode I took the first episode. Blake will have uh, this coming up Sunday, and then Nathan will have the following. But on the first episode, basically, we dug deep into um, quite a few topics. Uh, one One of the main ones being, one of the main ones being, how do we know what is right and what is wrong? How do we know what is right and what is wrong? I know that seems really simple, but to a lot of people, in society today, the line between right and wrong is being blurred, and it's nearly indistinguishable, especially on some of the hot topics that, uh, that are debated commonly in society. So how do you know what's right or wrong? You just look at the action. You look at the habit. You look at the lifestyle. You look at the choice. Analyze it and ask, what are the fruits of this decision? What are the fruits of this lifestyle? What are the fruits of this habit? What fruits does it produce? If it produces good fruit, then you can be assured that it is right, that it can go in the category of, okay, this is Something that we can say is right. If it produces bad fruits, no good fruit can come from a bad tree, right? So if it produces bad fruits, then you can have confidence in saying, no, this is wrong. And telling your children, no, this is wrong. And telling anybody that asks you where you stand, no, this is wrong. You can do this with all different types of issues. What are the fruits of the issue? Now, we went extremely in-depth during our conversation there on Resurrected, uh, not only into that topic, but into uh, quite a few other things. It was an awesome time. We ended by having, I think we had 42 people on the call. We had all 42 people join in prayer together there at the end of the call. And man, what a beautiful sound it is when 42 servants of Christ lift their voice to God in unison. What a beautiful sound it was. I'm just so thankful for our Patreon supporters, for you guys tuning in to Resurrected. I can't wait to see where it goes. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it's leading to, what the ultimate objective of resurrected is. Um, God just put it on my heart to, uh, to, to do it, uh, and I also needed some way, something to give back to you guys that support this podcast on a monthly basis with your hard-earned money. So I hope we we are delivering uh, some valuable content to you guys. That that's uh, very important to me. Anyways, guys, (laughs) man, that's a lot of stuff we talked about. My experience with coronavirus. I'm all good now. We got the vaccine the week after the election. What a coincidence! Don't be ashamed of your rights as an American. Don't be ashamed of owning firearms and don't sit around and fear your government. Your government officials are actually servants. They're here to serve you. They're elected servants, man. Divide and conquer. The tactic that's being used against us, identify your enemy. Who is our enemy? Spiritual hosts of wickedness. Attack them. I'm talking about a full frontal assault on the kingdom of Satan. Man, I know this sounds crazy to a lot of y'all. This is for real, though. Talked about resurrected, identify the fruits in order to determine whether an action, a habit, or a decision is right or wrong. The last thing I'll talk about is an announcement we just made to our mailing list people, something called the Proving Ground. That is an experience that we built out for you guys coming in January, the Proving Ground. I'm freaking fired up about it. Look, if you're interested, you can go to the website, 307project.com. Click experiences and then click the proving ground. And that'll tell you a little bit about what it is. More to follow on that. We'll do a special episode just on that coming soon. But yeah, it's going to be a powerful experience and I'm fired up about it. All right, guys, we're at about 25 minutes for today's comms check. Hope you guys enjoyed it. A couple little hot topics there. I don't generally even mention the word politics, but I hope I uh, kept it between the lines there for you guys. Hopefully nobody's offended, but can't make everybody happy. I'm beginning to learn that in life. <laughs> yeah, when I ran a marathon with the coronavirus last week it kind of thinned the herd a little bit there on instagram there were quite a few people that for some odd reason it pissed them off Uh, even though i wasn't trying to make a statement it was literally a personal thing yeah weird but whatever is what it is thank you guys for tuning in thanks for keeping the lines of communication open this is how we will win we have to talk to each other. This is the only way to win, is we have to keep the, lo- the lines of communication open and talk to each other. All right? The overwhelming majority of human beings are still really good people, I promise you. All right? Last thing I got, I wanted to tell you guys about uh, Natural Rapport. They've also sponsored this episode. Natural Rapport uh, makes the best pet essentials on the market. They're gentle, safe, and effective. 100% made in the USA. Guys, these are dog treats. Um, They're single ingredient, all natural uh, chews. They have a full line of no-bake soft-chew supplements. They have plant-based grooming products. If you love your animals, please go and get them some Natural Rapport. They'll thank you for it. This stuff's 100% made in America. Again, it's safe and effective products for your dogs. And we love our dogs, and we treat them as best we possibly can. Go follow them at Natural Rapport on Instagram, N-A-T-U-R-A-L. R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get yours. Place your order on their website, nattyrap.com, N-A-T-T-Y-R-A-P.com. They've given us a pro code. It'll be in the show notes of this episode. It's just 3 of 7 project, the number 3 of the number 7 project, all caps. That'll give you 10% off. We love us some natural rapport. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Enough said.